Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Don't Blame Me, the podcast where we blame you. Kidding. That's really not what <laughs> happens. Um, we give wonderful, amazing, life-changing advice, and we listen to calls that you, our listeners, call in with. And then we tell you what we think you should do with your life in your situation. Tell you, dump your partner, get married to your partner, 
have sex with that person. Don't have sex with that person. Cut them out. Bring them in. Don't make a potato salad if you're alive before the Great Depression. That's not on this show. I guess you're right. That does the uh, the multiverse blends together. It does. So if you if you are like this show, this is great. I, I need more. Don't worry. We have so many other things. Um. So subscribe to the feed, and you can see our other shows as well. And we're also on Patreon. But yeah, we're gonna answer calls. We're gonna listen to your voicemails. So if you want to leave a voicemail for an upcoming episode, you can leave one at three one zero six nine four zero nine seven six. And international listeners, you can send an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail.com. And I guess I should say what our names are. My name is Megan. My name is Melissa. You might be wondering why we're qualified to give this advice. Why would you say we're qualified, Megan? I would say that we're qualified because, one, we're brilliant. Yes. Two, we both have degrees in astrophysicism. Yeah. And it, we have accolades in the in the field. Like uh-huh. it's it's a highly competitive, and like we've just quite easily soared to the top. We've got Nobel Peace prizes, uh-huh. a couple between us, and Honestly, one together too. Yeah, they're half of them are in storage. <laughs> like we just there's at this point dive a dozen. Right. We also have successfully dived to the Titanic and came back. Um, yeah, free dive, <laughs> and like I was fine. So. And also like. We're, we're friends we like literally have friends that are orcas yep so if you need if you need someone let us know we know we know a guy <laughs> we've gone to space but like with actual astronauts mm-hmm. and explored yeah, we, we didn't just yeah it wasn't just the tip no melissa's made alien contact biblically mm-hmm. <laughs> <sighs> memories um <laughs> I mean, those are just a few. We don't have time to get into all of it. No, I could write a dissertation on our credentials. Yeah. But we also have opinions. And that makes us not only qualified, but makes us have the the drive and the passion to pick up a microphone and start a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Because we have opinions and people need to hear them. Uh You're welcome. You're welcome. How are you doing? I'm good. I think (laughs) you gave me the look. I'm like, are you? I'm fine. I'm so fucking tired. Why? I'm never not tired. Well, do you want to hear about it? You look great, though. Thank you. You, you've got the '90s dress and T-shirt combo going on. I thanks, love it. Thanks, thanks. I brought another. <laughs> I brought a third outfit change in case that you saw it and you went, "What the fuck are you wearing?" Because yeah. I asked Mott, I was like, "Do you think this is cute?" And he was like, "Yeah." And I go, "It's one of those." I love him and I love like living with him and I love my life with him. But like there is something really hard about like living with like a straight boy and like not like a girlfriend. Of being like, does this look good? Like he would tell if I looked fucking weird, he would just be like, "It's fine." Like he doesn't get it, and so I was like, "Okay." So I don't it's think a, it's a classic outfit. I could I see so Gwyneth Paltrow wearing this. JP. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Well, thank Goop you. Uh, wow. To answer your question about how I am doing, I do look a lot better than I'm feeling. I had a nightmare night before last. That I developed gangrene and had to amputate my leg. But the gangrene looked like, because I have no idea what gangrene looks like. I don't want to know. It, Dream Megan thought that it looked like a mix between moss and astroturf. Close enough. I showed Mods and I was like, yeah, my legs really bother me. And he's like, and I showed him, he's like, oh my God, why didn't you notice this? And I said, I was wearing leggings. Like, I don't know. And when do you wear leggings? I don't know. Winter? But what I've deduced of this, apparently... um, having to amputate a limb specifically a leg i looked it up dreams say that that is a feeling like you are 
you've had something holding you back from like making a decision or you have something like preventing you from moving forward. You have to like drop a, like a dead weight or whatever. But I think the real true meaning of Who it is that. No, I, this is not <laughs> that though, because I think the real true meaning of it is it was my left leg. And that is the leg where I have my wonky toenail. And I think it is representative of me thinking that I need to go to the podiatrist and just get an okay checkout on my toenail to make sure it's good. And then I don't think I'll have the gangrene dream again. When you were looking up dreams, did you look up what's it mean when you're best friends with a Kardashian in a dream? No, but we should actually look up that too. Let's do that in a tomorrow. Okay. See you next Tuesday. Uh-huh. Let's look up like any of the dreams that we've remembered recently having or like iconic dreams of in our lives. Okay. So um, we do have an update. Can't wait. Today we're in for a treat because we're joined by a SoundCloud rapper. Yeah, like a SoundCloud star. Former, <laughs> former SoundCloud star. My, my, my blade of glory lasted a whole like two days. Nice. Yeah, it was too much power. I couldn't handle it. Yeah. Hey, the world wasn't ready. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm recapping. Recap. Mm-hmm. Yes. Basically, in the last episode, we learned that I'm delusional. Well, actually, y'all learned I'm delusional. I already knew. I had this best friend for like 10 years and we were at times more than friends. And then in August of 2021, I tried to myself and she couldn't handle it because I had been in and out of treatment for years. And she just kind of decided that that was like too much or whatever. At least that's what I think. This is all in my head because she's never talked to me. She never explained why she left. Yeah. And then... Uh, a couple weeks ago, I saw her subtweeting me on Twitter, and I was like, oh, she's talking about me uh, and thinks I'm a bad person. So I should stop thinking we're going to become friends magically in 20 years when we run into each other on the street. It's not going to happen. And the update is that I'm officially blocked on Twitter. So I, I don't know. There's no way for me to communicate with them. I do still drive by their house every now and then. Stop. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like, two days ago. Like, also, I think it's important to mention, I called you guys, like, two years ago about this situation when, when we were just starting our, like, Friends with Benefits era. Uh-huh. And y'all told me, don't do it. <laughs> and I was like... <laughs> <laughs> and look at us now. Can you Can you recap that one? That call? What was... <laughs> what, what, what happened? what that was about? No, it was just like, I was like, so I have this person I've been friends with for like eight years and I, uh, we started messing around and it'll be fine. Right. And y'all were like, mm, how about not. no. And then sure well, enough, two years later, here we are. So you were right. Yeah. yeah. Hey, we love to hear it. Yeah, we do love to hear it. I, I, I hate that that's how it worked out for yeah. you. I hate that, you know, you, you were a casualty in us being right, but it is, it is a side effect of us, of us being right. Like. Wow. So wait, I need to know, and I'm not saying this accusatory at all. Is there something that got you blocked on Twitter? Um. Yes. Yeah. She like. I can. She. They can't see your face. So, we can. Okay. So yeah, something happened. So she subtweeted me. She wasn't like this. Per- insert my name here. Yeah. But like this, the tweet was. She she tweeted my astrology placements, and was like, "This person's a like this is like just bad things, right?" And it's what? my placements, so I know no, it's me. I'm sorry, that's so unhinged. That is, like, beyond a subtweet. That's not, like, don't you hate, like, backstabbing bitches? It's, like, look at this person's birth chart. And it's, like, that's my yeah. birth chart. 
No, literally. And so I, I wasn't blocked on this account because this account was newer. I was blocked on my old account. Wait, and did so, you make a new account? No, so I think that, no, the other person's account. Other person's <laughs> new account, right? No, 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 no. I had to make a new account on Twitter because I, I lied about my age when I was 12. <laughs> and I went to change my, my birth year on Twitter. And it was like, sorry, you lied 10 years ago. So you're banned now. Thank <laughs> so you, I had to make a new Twitter. Yeah, wow. I know. I had to make a whole new Twitter. And then I, was, I, I had access to their tweets again. Mm. So that was not good. But now they've, after that incident where I called them out for their tweet, they ended up privating all their tweets. So it worked. It worked. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what this means? You got to take it to threads now. <laughs> I know. I know. But I'm also blocked on Instagram. And okay, Instagram does the thing where it like cross yeah. blocks. Yep. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Which I didn't realize because I was blocking people on threads because I didn't want to see their stuff. And then I realized, uh oh, I blocked them on Instagram too. I had to go mute and stuff. Yeah. Block. I blocked my mom on threads because she's not blocked on Instagram. Mm -hmm. That's the only person I think I blocked was my mom. So relatable. Same. Um, <laughs> <laughs> on everything. Um, so did you respond to their tweet about that or did you I did. like met yeah. private met? Okay. Did no, you subtweet in response or did you direct reply to their subtweet? I direct replied. I was okay. like... I respect that. I, no, I direct replied. I was like, first off, this is wrong. And then I just <laughs> talked and then I called her out and then I knew she... I did. I, I, I thought about it before though. I was like, I know she's going to block me yeah. if mm -hmm. I do this. So I did it willing to be blocked. Like I was like, okay, I'm going to full send this, get everything mm -hmm. out. And then if I never talk to them again, it's fine because I got everything out in the open. So... But I don't know. It was, it's weird because like we were definitely a thing for, we had chemistry for the whole time we were friends, right? Yeah. And then in high school, she was like this out lesbian, like fully lesbian. And now she's engaged to a man. So the whole situation's weird. It's all weird. Yeah. I, I think we can stop driving by her house. Yeah. I think we should I think stop. We, I think, I think we're good with, I think we've, we're done with that because like, I, I don't think what... we're we're fully non-delusional yet yeah because no if you write in for an update here I ask we have a form to fill out and ask for a one sentence update and yours what did yours say I said uh something about I'm not delusional anymore I'm fixed now yeah yep. or so, something like that um, I'm we're rebuking that and I I I think that you've you you've um downsized delusional like you, you see the light, but you haven't quite reached it yet. I think you're just yeah. relishing in this, you know, like I used to drive by my high school ex-boyfriend's house, like what I would be like in town or whatever. And like, for what? I was doing that. Why? You know? Yeah. I think I honestly have it in my head. I have, I think I have main character syndrome. Mm -hmm. You are like, I mean, you are clearly. a main character though. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but I have this thing in my head where I'm like, I'm like, everything has to be super traumatic. Everything has to be, like, a scene from a, a movie. Mm -hmm. I have it, like, I think that I am an indie film at all times, right? Yeah. And I was so dramatic before she completely, like, cut me off. Oh, my God. So she would, this is not the first time she's cut me off. I think that's why I'm so delusional. Mm. Is because she's oh, cut yeah. me off before. And she came back, right? Mm. Oh, yeah. But it, it always took, like, two weeks. And this time it's been almost two years. So I think. And so I that's how you got good. to the 20 years that you go, well, if it hasn't yeah. been two years, maybe 20 years. Here's the thing, though. You are the main character, but driving by her house, you're making her the main character. Yep. I know. 
I know. You're like the side character. You're you're doing like side character energy. Like, and that's not, she should be driving by your house and being up, like delusional about you. Do you know what I mean? Period. Period. Exactly. Actually, our house is for sale right now. And I really want her to like drive by. I get my head. She's like <laughs> driven by. And she's like, oh my God, they're moving. Where is it going? And it's like, then she's like pondering my existence and like thinking about me. And like, it's it's not true. None of it's true. I guarantee she has, she even blocked my mom on Pokemon Go. Like, that's how deep she went. <laughs> okay, I'm just going to say this. Like, Pokemon I understand Go. that people need to, like, protect their own mental health. And, like, I've had to, like, separate from people who, like, whatever. But, like, I think, like, if one of your close, like, someone you're very close to emotionally and you've been close intimately, whether you are currently at the moment or you have at any point, if you're going to, like, complete ghost cut, no contact and it is related because that person's mental health struggles are affecting your mental health struggles, I do think you at some point need to voice that. If you can't do it immediately, but I, yeah. I, I think within like, but I think like two years, like I would be, what if we shifted this to being uh, pissed at her and then we shifted that even further to then be indifferent, like don't give a shit, like I don't need that. No, I was bad. That's why I, that's why I responded to the tweet because I was pissed. Mm -hmm. And that only lasted like I'm an, okay, so I'm an Aries, right? Mm -hmm. And a, a typical like trait of us is that we get angry, but then we get over it really quick. Like we get over things as soon as we like stop thinking about it or we have our emotions. We Yeah. And that's very much what happened. I was like I was pissed for like a day. And then I was like, yeah, but we have so many good memories. <laughs> And, no. <laughs> yeah, no. and here I am and no. I think the reason I drive by her house is because I'm trying to make sure that she has the same car because I've gotten a different car since our friendship ended and so I'm trying to see if she has a different car so that when I'm on the street in our hometown I can like make sure I'm dodging the correct vehicles you know what I mean so but you've driven but you're by finding the vehicle to dodge the vehicle yeah <laughs> so you're you're seeking it out yeah are you currently doing stand-up I am, yeah. Okay, I so I think you channel all of this into, like, a set, and then you let her, like, stay in the past as material. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Greg, but that's not fun. It is fun. Think about it. Yeah. It is fun. I also I have another, like, kind of dilemma related to her. Like, I have this dresser in my room that we painted together that I absolutely love, but she but did all the work. Yeah. And mm. it, it just looks like her. Oh. And so, like, spray paint. Like, get rid of it? No, but spray it's so paint. Cute. Is there a different shade that you like? Yeah. It's rainbow. Can uh, you paint over all of the things she did just in different colors, like tracing? It's rainbow, though. Okay, hold on. Let me just show you the freaking okay. dresser. It's like. Oh, oh, you can you definitely can do that. that. Yeah, you can definitely do that. Just pick different colors and then go over it exactly. Just rip off her artwork and make it your own. Yeah, honestly, that might be healing. Yes. Yeah, think. Yeah, you're you're painting over the past. I love it. It's deep and emo, just like me. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> I think you just need to like get a really good Spotify playlist. I have a one that is called. Um, it's not the one about drugs, is it? Songs have drugs in them. No. I think this one is literally called main character energy, but it's just like songs that are in like movies. Like, I don't know. Hillary Duff is like looking out a window and it's raining. Like those kinds of like, Complete, you, of course. exactly. Like you need to like make a fucking Spotify playlist like that and like do a whole day living like that, but like actually truly living like the main character and the main character gets over shitty friendships and relationships 
They don't do the drive-bys. Like, yeah, this, you know, this is your montage. Of yes. Make your montage moment. Your montage of realization. Yeah. Okay. Your movie montage that. moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you can still be like, make everything a moment. You could like make everything like a whole ordeal and a big deal. But like center yourself. Don't center her. God, when you say it, it sounds so horrible. Like it sounds no. so cringy. No, no, we've I'm all been. Th- we've like, all been there. Are you kidding me? I already made this playlist. I didn't make this playlist for you. I made this playlist for me. Like I listen to this all the time. Like I understand. Like I am a raging main character. So just like don't settle for you know quirky BFF energy. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I have this problem though. Like I genuinely, I genuinely tend to like fall for my friends. Like that's a bigger problem. I think is like. I always cross boundaries with my friends. She's not the first one. Yeah. And that might be the root of, we should address why is that a thing that I do? Is it the gay thing or is it a me thing, you know? Well, I don't, I mean, I personally relatively only really date friends and only really like start having feelings for people like that. Like I have like a happy medium of like, either I don't know anything about you and I can be sexually attracted to you. But if I know a little bit about you until I know like enough about you and I like you as a person, like, if you start talking, then I go, well, I have to make sure you're a, a good person for me to then like you again. So there's like that in between. But like, do you just like hone in on like individual friendships? No, anytime anybody shows me an ounce of kindness, I think they're in love with me. And I am like, oh, obviously we're meant to get a wedding, have a wedding and, you know, literally happily ever after because they mm-hmm. said something nice to me one time. It can be anybody. Like one time I went to the hot when I was in the mental hospital after my attempt, trigger warning, I guess. There was a guy in the hospital and he was really nice to me. And I thought I was in love with him. I'm gay. Like, this is not. <laughs> You're like, maybe a lot of a lot of things are changing. Yeah. Transformative. Yeah. yeah. No, anytime. I think it's because like growing up, I was like picked on a lot. I, I wasn't like picked for prom, you know. So yeah. now anytime anyone's ever like showing me an ounce of kindness, I think it's because they want to date me and have my children. So, yeah. Yeah. And some of them might. But also you the thing you have to figure out in weeding out all of that, it should not be an attractive thing that someone else is into you. Like that shouldn't influence if you like somebody Mm -hmm. or you're into somebody like somebody just showing interest in you doesn't mean that you like them. Right. Which is why I've never actually been in a relationship. Yeah. No, I have friends who are very much like that. I'm the kind of person like if someone's nice to me, I go, why? I don't trust you. Like, what are you doing? Like, what do you want from me? Mm -hmm. But like I have friends who are very same. They're like, oh, my gosh, like this person like is clearly into me. And I'm like, "Okay, cool. Were you into them? And they're like, I don't know. They're into me. And I'm like, "Okay, so (laughs) this doesn't mean anything, though. Like you have to have some like agency in that kind of thing. And like I think like, you know, falling for friends is like a, a totally fine thing, but it depends on. The, the state of friendships and if you're one of those people who like you have like a new best friend who you spend all of your time with then that can become like and that's toxic. what she was like she yeah. was like like she was at my house every day like we when I was in therapy doing uh like the therapy where they like hypnotize you almost they had I had to like find my happy place and like she was my happy place mm. And now I don't have that anymore, you know? So, like, I, I I also have BPD. So, I tend to make people my, like, pri- like people are my home, right? Yeah. People mm-hmm. are, like, where I get my self-worth from. Mm-hmm. And I think that, that, that this situation really proves that, like, I thought I was over that. And I'm definitely not over that. Like, yeah. I need to get my ass back in therapy, I think. And yeah. stop calling it a podcast because it's not free therapy. 
<laughs> hey, I mean, people use it like that all the time. But I think that's a really like astute like observation. And like that's something that like not obviously like we have very different lives, but like something that like I've had to like I recognize that I get a lot of happiness and I feel the most like myself when I'm like with lots of other people. But then it goes, yeah. okay, cool. Then I'm by my fucking self and you're like, like who am who I? Am I? What like, am I doing? Yeah. And that's and it's not it's not good. And like I'm in the process of like being like, okay, I have to figure out like who I am when like nobody's around. Or like, you know, if I'm getting all of this happiness from outside sources and like friendships, that can seem totally fine. But at the end of the day, like that can't be it. But I think like, yeah, your therapist shouldn't I also don't think your therapist should like let you have that be your only answer to something of like what is home Mm -hmm. it can't it should never be it can be it can be a person but it can't be the only thing like can be a component of a lot of other things so yeah i think you're hilarious and i think you have too much main character energy to demote yourself to being like the quirky character actor on the side of all of this Mm -hmm. and you know moving on from this using this as material means that like you open yourself up to other people, other relationships, and then more material. And then we get to watch your Netflix yeah, special. Yeah, and then let us know if, like, we're part of the special, too. Yeah, you we know, would like to be a part where of Where we were the, the pivotal oh, no, moment. Like, I had a writer's workshop on Sunday, and I talked about how I called in the podcast because I can't <laughs> afford therapy. And nobody knew how to respond to that. And I was like, okay, not my kind of people. <laughs> exactly. And the fact that I'm here now is just going to make it any even better. So yes. I'm excited to talk about it on on stage and with my 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 people, my friends. 100%. And like you're you have a great personality. Like yeah. I like you're like you have the like when I say you have the energy, like you're someone who like when we, you, we like hung up the like stop listening to your call the first time, I was like, "Oh my god, I love them." Like mm-hmm. you <laughs> have that like magnetic draw so think of all the people that you are depriving of having you in their life because you are consumed with her yeah because you're because you have that magnetic draw everyone probably is in love with you yes and so you need to focus on who you actually like i would be in love with you like i i from a totally non-sexual standpoint like what again when you hung up that i was like i love this bitch like Mm -hmm. you're great and so like (laughs) she's sucking your energy out like you know what I mean like so so your seed like spread like so much like I do believe everybody is in love with you like I don't think that that is delusional I just think that like you should be a little you now have the you have the the the, the pick of the litter mm-hmm. and just don't pick her wow you make my life sound so magical I will no, just live through your is. lips it, it do it yes do it for you like it's see it yourself is. how other people people that actually enjoy your company not that person see you and like we don't even know you like we've like this is the first time we've had a talk talk interact like we just have heard you the first time so like this is two times didn't listen the first time no you're true 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 true. (laughs) no but i'm saying like this is then people who get to know you even more and like you falling for friends and that kind of stuff like that i don't think that is you know it could be like you're you're going to that for comfort but a lot of people a, a lot of people don't want to like cross that line with friends. So like you've been in that circumstance a lot. Like that, sure, that says something about you, but like that also says something about like the people who like the, these people also really care for you. Mm-hmm. And so I think that is like a win. Just not, I'm not, I'm not gonna lie to you. I think it's a win, but I do think you have to stop driving by 
um, her house to avoid her because mm-hmm. it is a little counterproductive. <laughs> it is. It's very counterproductive. And like, I don't know what I'm expecting to happen. Like, I'm going to tell you right now, if you see her, this is what stopped me after like, I don't even know how many times he fucking drove by my ex's house. He's outside and I immediately went, never again. Like, that was the worst thing that could happen. Because think about if she sees you. Yeah. We saw each other at a traffic light. Like, because I told... So we you know what her around car looks like. Yeah. Oh, no. Like, two months so, ago. But, okay, so, hold on. Why do you, you think know she's what, getting a new car? That's the thing is, you know what her car looks like, so why are you still driving by? Because it could change at any moment. I got a car why? really impulsively. When's her lease? I don't know. I would... <sighs> You're right. I think I'm just making excuses because I don't want to like let go of that because you know ten years is a long time. So have you been making other friends? Yeah, I've made more friends in the last year of doing stand up. I think than I've had as a human being in my whole life. Honestly, like I the last two years after my attempt has been the best years of my life. Like I have more friends than I've ever had in my life. I have a job and been working in mental health. Right, like. I have a decent relationship with my sibling, which I never thought was possible, right? Mm-hmm. I'm stable. I'm two years free of mental hospital visits and, and patients and stuff like that. So, like, I'm actually doing really well. I think I just get bored. I'm like, I need some chaos. And so, like, maybe I'm just self-sabotaging. And Do you also yeah, think you want her it. to see that you're doing well? A hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred percent. Like, uh, it crosses my mind every day that I'm like, I, w- I want her to see that I'm like, held the same job for almost two years and then I'm like self-sufficient and then I'm like I don't need her yeah. right like I'm good and yeah. then I, I I just want her to like miss me you know yeah that's understandable yeah it's fair and I also think the way that she ended the relationship was like very unfair to you and did leave like I'm not a big closure person but I I think that that's a very cruel way to yeah. end a friendship like and again I understand I've had to step away from friendships for like my own mental health but like I give myself a grace period of time to do that but then like you have I think it's you have to communicate that because like that would be devastating for me as well if someone had done that I do think though that like the longing for her to like see how well you're doing and all of that in order to for that place like that place you guys both to get to that place it has to be to the point where like you actually don't care anymore but like right now, while well, you're still invested in like hoping that she sees like how well you're doing, she's not going to see that even if no, like, no matter how well you're doing, she's not going to see that if she doesn't want to see it. Like she will find a way to be like, oh, no, like it also like whatever, blah, blah, blah. Like you could always find a way to like talk down or like diminish like the success that someone else has has just because like you're not in the space to like acknowledge that because it makes you feel shitty. So like that is there's no amount of like wins or success that you could have that she can look at in a way that will feel like satisfaction because it doesn't seem like she wants like she's still subtweeting about this. Like to me, she's still pissed. She's Mm -hmm. still angry. She's still in that. And like she probably hasn't had the best two years like like you have. Yeah. And if you want to think about the main character of it all, she's still thinking about yeah. you. She's subtweeting I, you. I hope so. Well, no, we know. So she just just she was just doing it. Yeah. It wasn't like, a, oh, I'm thinking about that Sagittarius moon. It was like, fuck this Sagittarius moon. You know what I mean? No, like, it doesn't still, matter. It doesn't matter what light it mind. is. Yeah. How far away are you moving away? Two streets. Oh, gosh. Oh, good God. <laughs> When's her wedding? I don't know. I don't I don't have her on social media. I don't know. Yeah. I, I think that like 
you right now wanting to show her how well you're doing, I can pretty confidently say that she's not doing well. And so no matter how well you're doing, she will have to talk that down and diminish that to make her feel better because like no one wants to think that like when they step away and like dramatic, like she really fucking dramatically left the friendship and relationship and all of that, that she wants to think that then that will cause whatever to happen to ha- yeah. like afterwards of that. And like, you've just kind of risen above all of that and like crushed it. And that is hard for her to see. I'm assuming. Yeah. I think it's because like, so from my understanding, I heard from a friend that's because we have a lot of mutual friends, which makes it even more difficult is that the reason she left is because she got tired of seeing me like hurting myself. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think part of the reason I want her to see me doing well is because like it's like I want her to know I'm done with that now. Like mm-hmm, you don't yeah. have to you don't have to like hold your breath anymore, right? Like I'm not gonna be and I'm stable. Like you can come back. Like I'm good now. Like yeah. I think that's why I'm holding on to it. But like honestly, at the end of the day, like from the things y'all have told me and the things that my my other best friend has told me about, like why would you want somebody that was willing to ab- abandon you after the hardest time of your life? Like why would you want that person in your life to begin with? Like. Mm-hmm. And then when you were saying things like uh, there's something that Megan said when you're like you're taking that away from somebody else you, you can't hold space for that affection if that's if she's still occupying it you're not actually getting anything out of it or something mm-hmm. like that I don't know yeah but like you were very wise I was very like impressed I don't know thank you <laughs> I've gone through a lot <laughs> yeah <laughs> I had to figure I it mean, out. I've been watching I've been watching Megan's videos forever. I actually found you through Lily because I'm I was a big clever girly. Yes. So Oh my god, obsessed. I love it. Because Lily and I's birthdays are a day apart. So mm. chaotic Aries energy. Yeah. Obsessed. <laughs> no, like yeah. I think that like you have so, you have you have too much going for you to put so much into somebody who like was not treating you the way that you deserve to be treated. And also, and I say this with so much love, this might sound like a little bit harsh. You, what your friend said of why she left, if that was truly the case, you wouldn't have to parade how well you're doing. She would come back mm-hmm. on her own yeah. and she would have already done that and circle back to see how you're doing. And she didn't do that. So like that would never be your responsibility to like knock her down her door to let you her know that you're doing well. Like if she was concerned, like she would be keeping tabs, like she would be aware of that and she would then want to step back into the place that she was at. So to me, I think that was probably a cop-out way of saying that like, because I'm sure like you said, your other best friend had the same feelings of like, why the fuck would you want to be friends with someone or anything with someone who did this to you? So like, I think that's probably something she said to like mutual people to save face because it's a, I think an unforgivable thing. If someone did that to me, sure. But if someone did that to one of my friends, I'd be like, you're fucking dead to me. Mm-hmm. Like, no, you're gone. Like, my, best, I my best friend has blocked her on everything. Yeah. She's like, this, she's cold. She, like, she's way more like, cut him off. Like, she's a tourist. So she's way more like, cut him off, mm-hmm. never see him again. And I'm like, but their feelings, you know, like, but yeah, what you said is true. And honestly, like, way more like valuable than anything I've gotten out of therapy in the last six months. So wow. I, I really do appreciate like the words of wisdom from my elders. Of course. <laughs> We're here for you. Call us elders. Though. It's okay. I know I'm old. <laughs> I'm getting up there in age. It's fine. No, but I think like you find like a good therapist who you can deliver your stand. I always refer to therapy as like 55 minutes of stand up, And like, that's totally okay. If you have the right therapist who's like, you know, can, can manage that in the way that it is. 
but yeah, throw yourself into like other friendships and like go out with other people and like take up, like remove busy yourself. So like there is no space for her. I am so busy. When you said that, I was like, she doesn't even know. Like I, oh I work nine to five and then mm-hmm. from every night I do, I, do, I do open mics every night as well. And then I get home at like midnight and then wake up at like, so like I'm busy, 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 busy. But somehow I've still managed to watch 65 million hours of Survivor in the last week. I don't know how it happens. It just does. But yeah, no, I'm busy. I just need to be busier, apparently. So yeah. But yeah, no, I appreciate it. Write it out. Write it out. Write it all out. Write a wonderful movie about all of it. That I can do. That I can do. You don't need a journal. I wasn't suggesting journal. I'm suggesting write a screenplay. Monetize no, when, off you, of it. <laughs> when you said in the last episode, don't write in a journal if you're one of those people who like ruminates. I was like, noted. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, I, yeah. I told you, I, I was, I loved your energy, and I was like, I'm, I'm feeling it, like akin, and I'm like, it, it feels like we're on the same vibe. Don't fucking journal. It's not for yeah. all of us. No, definitely not for me. I feel like I haven't done anything productive. I'm sorry. I feel like I've just been babbling the whole episode. No, that's the whole that's point. The entire podcast. That's what podcasting is. Us you babbling. Know. This is literally... We had to create new podcasts because we were just babbling all the time. So We love it. Well, please let us know if you ever do anything comedy-wise that we can, like, watch Mm -hmm. and consume. We would love that. I will. Like, you're very funny. Thank you. I think y'all are delightful, and you should keep up the podcast stuff. Thank you. We will. We will. I'm taking your word for it. Thank you so much. Okay, we're going to take a break. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. In our live stream, our listeners are always recommending and talking about books. So we're so excited about Book of the Month because this is something that our listeners are going to love. This is a brand that I've been familiar with for a a long time. I like love watching people talk about it. I love seeing what books people are reading and like what books they have available. And I, I, I love I love everything about it. So I'm so excited for someone who like... You know, the ease of getting into a book, a lot of it can feel like really daunting. So to have like a service where it's like you're going to get like high quality hardcover books, which that's my preferred way to read at incredible prices, but also curated. So it's like amazing, cool, wonderful, great. This is it's kind of like a, a straight shot into that and something that book of the month you can do over and over and over again. And one of the great things about it is the longer you are part of the program, the cheaper the books get. Book of the Month's mission is to help readers discover new books they love and promote the work of emerging authors. One of the amazing things about Book of the Month is that every aspect of Book of the Month experience is designed to be fun and special for readers. First of all, the books come in a bright blue box, which is very pretty. Me and Megan were just talking about them. There's also a fun app to pick your books and track reading progress and as well there are reading challenges and rewards and book of the month makes it really easy to decide what book to read next which for me is like the biggest hurdle i love when other people make choices for me especially when they're good choices and i'm like cool i can trust you so each month the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles and they pick some of the best new books for you to choose from all of the books are so good you can't go wrong and i mean that wholeheartedly when we were picking like our selects for this i was like this I like all of them this is hard and I literally coordinated with Melissa and I was like okay so these are like my top ones I'm assuming they will be yours so don't pick the same one as me so then we can swap afterwards and that's what we did so we got the ministry of time by Killian Bradley and we also received the return of Ellie Black by Yumiko Jean the ministry of time is like people are calling it like if you're a fan of Outlander and like spy novels or time traveling books it's quoted from town and country saying it's really innovative fun storytelling the ministry of time is definitely for you and listed as 45 of the must read books for spring 2024 and then harper's bazaar also said part time travel romance part spy thriller and 100 percent multifaceted joyride <gasps> when i tell you that i was like sold we're also excited about the return of ellie black and this one is about a missing girl who returns but that isn't the end of the story it's only the beginning. We both like a, a, a detective book. This one is uh, 20 years since Detective Chelsea Calhoun's sister vanishes. Ever since, Chelsea has been searching for signs for closure for other missing girls. But happy endings are rare in Chelsea's line of work, which that sounds so intriguing. And I'm looking forward to reading this novel so much. Can't wait. And we're so excited to usher in this new sponsor. And we know y'all are already going to love this. Plus, we've been recommended this so many times. Mm-hmm. So I, I we, we've already got fans in you. Try the service yourself at bookofthemonth.com. And you can get your first book for $5 with code PEDALS. That is 
your first book, $5 at bookofthemonth.com using code PEDALS. We're back from our break. So uh, we're going to get into our first call. Hi, Megan and Melissa. I'm calling a second time because I did get cut off the first time. I'm a 24-year-old with she, her pronouns, and I'm faced with a dilemma. I was promoted to assistant manager at the bookstore I work at in March of 2023. Now, in June, I'm trying to decide if I really want this position. The good thing about being assistant manager, I got a substantial raise, actually exactly what I asked for. Now for the cons. There is one glaringly obvious con for me and no others, the owner. I'll call him Paul. I work closely with Paul as the previous manager stepped down and Paul took over as the interim manager. Why did the previous manager step down, you ask? I've only received speculation from a fellow employee that the previous manager became overwhelmed with the responsibilities of managing this bookstore. Again, just speculation never received confirmation. As for Paul, he is an enigma. In person, for the most part, he's charming. Don't get it twisted. I'm not attracted to this man. This is just the best word to use. However, he's not a kind person. Perfect example of kind. Of nice, not kind. He calls his own employees stupid, not to their face, just to me in private, and regularly uses the R word, as in mentally disabled person, makes inappropriate jokes. He emails me all the time on my days off about things that are not important enough to bother me about on my day off. For example, the customer's bathroom mirror was cloudy, and he complained that it needed to be cleaned with something else. Of course, he would never clean it himself. He also always complains that enough work isn't getting done, no matter the circumstance. Paul was very hands-off before the previous manager stepped down. For example, he opened this bookstore almost 15 years ago and only learned how to work the register in December, as in December of 2022. Paul is very disorganized, and I'm very organized, and go into work every day with a to-do list, only for Paul to pile on the things that he wants done. It's overwhelming. I can't decide if it's worth it. I really like the environment. I'm an avid reader and really care about books, plus the other people I work with are all great. Basically, everything is great except Paul. What would you do in this situation? Would you push through dealing with Paul to keep your paycheck high, or would you choose to step down and lose out on the money so you wouldn't have to work so closely with Paul? I do live at home, so money isn't exactly a pressing issue for me at the moment, but I am trying to save to move out. I also want to include Paul is a Marine. Thank you both. Love the podcast. Thank you for including that. You really knew how to tie that one up. You really knew your audience. You said he's the definition <laughs> of nice, not kind. And then you ended, oh, he's also a Marine. Bye. What would you do? Here's the thing. I What I'm going to say. I feel like you and I, or at least me, I can't speak for both of us. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to give two kinds of advice because we have very different, we have very similar personalities in of certain things that like what I would do I would not say is because I think it's what's right it's just like that's how I operate Mm -hmm. and personally when I'm around someone who I can't stand and I have to like work with and I don't have I'm not in the position of power there like that they're working above me in that I can get incredibly condescending and not productive and helpful because then for me my coping with that is if I can't say like if I can't change this or I can't make the situation better then to make myself feel better then I can sometimes be 
like a little patronizing. And there are ways to do that that the person can't pick up on. But I just get more and more frustrated that I don't view that as like a good use of my time in that sense. But, you know, I think like the saving of the money, like I do think the fact that you have the option to step down if you want to, you can. And like you still have your job and you just don't work with him as directly. But I would say, is there room for change in this? And like, this seems to be like, you said he did not do this for the last manager or last assistant manager. And is this- you know, though. Yeah, but I'm saying like, is this like, is there room in this relationship to be like, hey, I feel like we're not totally on the same page about everything. Like, I would love if we could like have like a sit down meeting in this and like even making, you said you do to-do list before work. And then telling him like, hey, I've made this Google Doc. So if like things come up for over the weekend that you think about, throw this on here and like I can circle back to it. And I've got a to-do list of things that like I'm going to do. But like, I I don't think that just because he's your manager, you obviously know him better than me. I don't think that means that you just have to go based on his whole outlook and mindset of this because you are, as a disorganized person, I seek out organized people and I would never want them to be disorganized because of me. Like I, I would like to be more like what they're doing. So if you can have a conversation with him and then I would, I would pick like a timeline of like, if this does not get better or this isn't bearable for me by X time, then I will step down. Good advice. Here's my two things that I would do. Back before I started working for myself, I would quit a job in a minute. Yeah, me too. So, but this is different because I I didn't have any loyalty to my jobs that I did. And you seem to have some type of loyalty. But there's one thing that you said was that he's the interim manager. And interim doesn't always mean that they're going to always be the manager. It's usually they're just temporary until someone else is hired. Mm -hmm. So if this is temporary, I would say we'll first find out how temporary, how long it temporariness of it is and if that's something that you can endure then you know endure it until it's over until he's not in that position anymore two I would if if you are in contact and can be in contact with the person that was formerly in this position ask them just ask him hey I know that like you're no longer working there I was just curious I've been now promoted to this position I was just curious like If you have any, you know, come in nice first. If you have any tips and tricks for the position and I'm just curious, like why you left. Yeah. So those are my things either. (laughs) For me, I would have quit, but I also hadn't been, you say you've been working there for a long time. Before I had my last boss I had, I was ready to quit, but then situations corrected themselves. And so there's that, uh, that was. They were no longer my boss at that point, anyway. So yeah, I know. <laughs> life finds a life way. finds a way. <laughs> um, you caught me off guard with that one. That was good. <laughs> and I was right. I had I had a whole no, thing yeah. written up yeah, about how I never. Plan. Yeah, I didn't want to work with them anymore. Didn't and need then to use it. things happen. And so yeah, yeah. Those those are those are my options. Just and I like what you said about you know, setting, essentially setting boundaries and saying, Mm -hmm. I'm not available at this time. When I'm off, I'm off. Please don't contact me. 
here's a spreadsheet. Anything that arises, you can put it in this and I will check it when I'm back at work. Yeah, because I'm a stream of consciousness person. And so like half the time that I'm texting someone like asking for something or following up with something, it's not because I'm like, oh, I need that now. It's because like, oh, if I send that, then I will remember to do like what I need to do. But if like someone was like, hey, that stresses me out, like or whatever, like whatever, I would be like, oh, let me throw a shared Mm -hmm. doc there. Like that's how I operate. That's not I don't want I don't need anyone else to do the way that I'm doing. And like, we can all be adaptable in that sense. What about you just getting promoted again and becoming a manager? That's what I'm saying. If it's interim, then like maybe you're just really good at this and they promote you again. Yeah. But yeah, I think a a, a combo to be had. But or even like he's not the owner, right? No, he's the owner. He is the owner. Yeah. Owner is Paul and Paul is now the manager. Oh, okay. Then, yeah, he doesn't want this job. No. So. Yeah. Maybe even just ask like, hey, so have you thought about like what you want? Are you do you want to promote internally for manager? Are you looking for outside hires? Like, do you want me to add that onto like my docket of like, Mm -hmm. should we set up some interviews? Like, yeah, push, push him out. Yeah. He just wants to be a bookstore owner in like the fanfic sense. Yeah. You know, this also sounds like like such a fun job. Like that's like this is what they like someone's job in like a movie. It's like, Mm -hmm. oh, I like I'm a manager of a bookstore. And Mm -hmm. it's like. That's a job you can have. How cool is that? Yeah. All right. Ready? Mm-hmm. Hi. Uh, so I'm calling um, to get advice about dating with a chronic illness. I want to give a trigger warning for um, people who might have any like disordered eating issues just in the call because um, that kind of comes up with my chronic illness. So for context, I'm a 27-year-old female um, and I've got a chronic GI issue that's gone undiagnosed. For over two years now, it basically amounts to like a chronic vomiting issue. Anytime you eat, that's where the warning comes in. But I don't really have a diagnosis. A lot of people and doctors have assumed it's an eating disorder because of, you know, the symptoms, which has made dating really hard with this. It um, makes me not want to eat around potential dates for fear that I won't be able to keep it down. And dates have noticed and commented and I've felt forced to explain this issue that doesn't have a diagnosis, doesn't, I don't really have a lot of clarity around or a lot of control around, and people have ended up bailing because of it. Other contexts for various reasons up until now, I've not really ever dated long-term. People I've been interested in not really reciprocating that interest and then kind of shutting down because I was in grad school for five years and just didn't really have the bandwidth to be dating seriously. So I found it really hard the last few years to put myself out there, but I really do want to be in a relationship. And I just am looking for some advice about how to share non-diagnosis with potential partners without turning them off because it's not been successful up until this point. Thanks so much. Looking forward to any advice you might have, Megan and Melissa. Um, Yeah, thank you. Bye-bye. I want to give you a hug. Yeah. I don't want to give you any unsolicited advice but I had gone through when I had mono I went through something very similar with this and had doctors say very similar things and the conclusion that we had come to is not a uh, like a very effective diagnosis with you know anything or whatever it is but it was able to have have me do certain things that could help and eventually remedy it over time so if you would like if you like slide into my dms on my personal one i'm not gonna 
do all that because you didn't ask for that here. But so like, if you would like to hear any of that, shoot me a message and I would do that. But that's not the advice you're asking for. So I don't want to unsolicited give that to you because I'm sure you get a fuck ton. This is a very, very hard position to be in. And I do think that not sharing it ahead of time is a self-fulfilling prophecy of like carrying like the shame with this and especially a new date in that sense. I think it's for me, like whatever you're sharing with someone who is like you're new and with dating. And I notice this based on like how I receive information from people. There are some things that like feel too big to say, but not saying them is saying something else. Like there's something there. And finding out that you have like an undiagnosed GI thing that's like a chronic illness that's like really hard, that is not a a deal breaker. And it should not be a deal breaker for a lot of people. And if it is a deal breaker for those people, then like, okay, better that you know then and now. But especially having had medical professionals not take you totally seriously, I think you might start to question yourself. And then you go into dates and you're not sharing this information. And then they're reacting in a similar kind of way because they're not getting a lot of information and they're having to point out and notice that kind of stuff. I I don't think that that's good for you either. You know, like I don't think that you're preventing them. You're not holding off until it's like a, a safe time. I think that like some people, especially when like you're actively going through something, I think it's better to let people know ahead of time because other people's reactions, while I'm still like in the thick of that, I can take that really personally and they might not be intending to mean it this way or whatever it is. But the way that people can like support us is usually if they know what's going on. Like it's hard for people to give reactions that are the right reactions if they don't fully know what they're reacting to Mm -hmm. because then they they're they're watching how they're reacting and like they're like not like it's just hard and it it offers it leaves a lot of room for disappointment on for for you and like again you're in the thick of this this is not this is a fresh active wound that you're working through and dealing with so i i think that it might feel awkward but i do think that it is important and i i would say probably better to to start off with this yeah i agree but if you're like kind of iffy like if you don't know if you actually like this is going to go anywhere maybe proposing a date the first time that's a non-food related date like going to play mini golf Mm -hmm. or something and then if you like you're like okay this could potentially go somewhere and then like for the next date prepare them like let them know yeah because you know it is something that you don't necessarily want to share or can share or like because you still you really don't know what it Mm -hmm. is and so it's like I don't know what this is but uh, there's something going on with me. Yeah, you don't know what like what it is. Mm-hmm. And so it makes it a little uncomfortable even to explain it because it's like, I don't know. I yeah. throw up, you know. And so like first date, something that's relaxing, something that you don't have to have food for where you can talk and maybe get to know the person a little bit better. And then like if you feel like this is somebody that you're comfortable with and that, you know, I mean, a second date is still very early yeah. to know if you can fully trust somebody mm-hmm. but it still is like a, a, a you've crossed a barrier that wasn't there before yeah 
And I agree. I think I would keep it vague and I would literally just say something like, I think not doing a food related date is a good call on the first date. And then if they ask if you want to like, oh, do you want to go grab ice cream or something? You're like, oh, I've got like a, I'm currently working through like a weird stomach diagnosis thing. So like I am, I am not trying to eat on a date with you mm-hmm. right now. And like you can but have that be like hard but and then come up with something yeah. else. But so like you have like another thing. But if you want to go do blah, blah, uh-huh. blah, then we can go do yeah. this. And then I think like like on a second date before a second date, like or whenever you feel comfortable, just letting know like, hey, heads up. Like if we can avoid like food related dates, that would be great. Mm-hmm. I'm dealing with this undiagnosed like chronic GI thing that's been really rough and does not. I am not at my best in those instances. And that's like so not how I want to be in like the early stages of dating. Like, I hope you understand, like, bring your snacks, like stock up Mm -hmm. on food ahead of time. Fingers crossed. Like I'm, you know, seeing some specialists. I'm really hoping like things get resolved. But like, it's definitely like not something that I want to be at the forefront of like the early stages of dating. Yeah. Because I think you kind of sharing the conversation sharing that but not making it a conversation of like you know it's not their they don't need to ask follow question they don't you, you don't owe them all of these like details and certain things like that it can just be like this is where I'm currently at mm-hmm. if that's cool like then let's move forward because to me that is okay like that's that's such so, that's such not a hard thing from the other perspective to be like well then how am I supposed to date them like it's yeah. it's so not that but I think making sure that you are still feeling comfortable in how you're talking about it. And I would talk about it differently than you talk about it with your doctors. Your doctors are saying the symptoms and like all of that kind of stuff. And I wouldn't do that with these guys. And I really wouldn't do that until like you were like more seriously dating someone. I'm just always concerned and worried about there are certain things that certain men fetishize and finding out something in this vein could then also be detrimental to your mental health Mm -hmm. of ending up with someone who is enjoys an aspect about you that is not who you are at this like this is it's a chronic illness you're going with and whether it's like a side effect of that or like anything there's some people with some like really fucked up fetishes and stuff like that so you will be able to suss out like the vibes on people like that without having to like you know, let them know that you're going through what specifically you're going through and like your symptoms and all of that stuff. And like, yeah, that could also be triggering to someone else. Like you don't know if the person you're going out with has dealt with bulimia or body image related issues in regards to weight. So you don't know how they would take, they could be triggered if you start talking about symptoms in that way as well. So I think being broad about it will protect your mental health because I think, yeah, people can really disappoint you without knowing that they're disappointing you. And I think we've all been victim to that. So it's mitigating that Mm -hmm. in a way that you can. And that's not like lying or anything like that. It's just that some people until they can tell, like you said, until you can know, start to know that you have more confidence that you can trust them. Like, I don't I don't think we should give people like the ammo to hurt us in that way. But I'm really sorry you're going through this. And that's very, very, very hard. And I hope it looks up and starts getting better. Me too. We're going to take a break now. Hold up. 
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. And we're back from our break. Time for Don't Blame Them. Okay, so if you are not sure what Don't Blame Them is, Don't Blame Them is where a listener 
one of you will call in with your own advice pertaining to a call that we have aired on a previous episode. So maybe you have personal experience. It's about the profession that you're in. It's about a relationship. You've been in something similar. Maybe you have uh, experience by proxy through a friend, a sibling, or you've stumbled down a TikTok rabbit hole and you're like, I am a new expert on this thing. Or you just have your own advice you would like to share. Here we go. Hi, Megan and Melissa. I am calling for a don't blame them for the episode titled Lesbian Dating Survey. I'm not calling about that call, although I did love that call and I love that caller and I wish her all the good luck with the matchmaking. Love that. But I am actually calling about the gift giving call. I agree with everything you guys said, especially with Megan saying how, like, if there was a, a big shift in the way she's given gifts, that would explain her friend's reaction. But I did want to call because you guys didn't address the part of her call where she said after that holiday, he, like, didn't get her a birthday gift. And I thought that was kind of weird because it seemed like him being mad about her Christmas gift is what led to him not giving her a birthday gift at all which is very reactionary and immature to me. I mean, I understand if he didn't get a gift because of finances or something, but I would assume because they have been best friends for so long that he would have mentioned that to her or explained himself. So I just find it really weird that he was so pissed off after seeing the other friend get a gift that he felt the need to mention it after he had not even given her a gift for her birthday. So... To me, this reaction seems overboard, but like Melissa said, really, callers, I think, just have to talk to him to figure out exactly where that reaction came from. And I also agree with Melissa in explaining why you got him the specific mug or stationery. Like Megan said, to me, those don't seem like the most personal gifts, but it sounds like you got them for him for a specific reason. Like, they're ones that you really like, that you know he would enjoy as well. But if you gave him those specific reasons of why you got those things, it might feel to him more personal. Because just looking at the gift of the whole or just, like, naming it off, mug, stationery, yeah, it doesn't sound as personal. But maybe he just needs that explanation. But bottom line, there just needs to be communication here. I do think that his reaction is kind of unwarranted after the fact that he didn't give you a gift at all for your birthday. but. If you want to work this out, I think you just have to talk to each other. Okay, well, good luck. Thanks for taking my call. Bye. Thank you. I missed that part. I did too. So the birthday gift, the Christmas gift was after? So he didn't get her a birthday gift, and then she got him this Christmas gift that he was like, this sucked. I'm looking at the call now. To It says, so for later for my birthday, I guess... It was enough because he didn't get me a gift. So it was after. The birthday was after the gift giving. That makes sense to me. Yeah. But I mean, I also think you have to, he has to communicate that. You know? Mm hmm Well, thank you for pointing that out because definitely messed up. Sorry. Our bad. We are perfect, though. So. <laughs> it just wasn't, you know the vibe for us to answer at that no. time <laughs> it was a choice like we intentionally <laughs> just skipped over that part um well we hope you enjoyed this episode if you want to call us for an upcoming one leave us a voicemail send us a voice memo if you have 
been a caller on a previous episode and you would like to give us an update about your situation, shoot us an email and we can schedule that or you can send us a written update, send us a voice memo, whatever you would like to do for that. And yeah, don't forget to rate this episode. Make sure you are subscribed so you can check out all of the other shows that we put out all week and follow the socials. And I think that's anything else. That's it. Yeah. Join the Patreon, support us, and we will love you forever. Support us supporting you. A bra. What? Like we're a bra. Oh. Like a bra supports you. You said a bra, but in my head I heard a bra. A bra. Yeah, your bros support you just like bro your bros supporting bros. Bros supporting bros. Okay, bye. Bye. Don't Blame Me is a production by me, Megan Rinks. And me, Melissa D. Montz, plus Diamond Imprint Productions. Post-production sound and editing by Coco Lorenz. Production assistance by Melanie D. Watson. And music by Giacomo Picasso and Ryan Hunter.